Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Our favorite wide receivers in rounds four through six right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here. And if you loaded up a running back or just maybe want some wide receiver depth, this is a great, great area. Rounds four through six, you can find some terrific players. It starts with, according to Fantasy Pros PPR ADP, Jalen Waddle. Just listen to some of these names, okay? Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf, Michael Pittman, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore. That's just round four. Then you got Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown, Michael Thomas, Darnell Mooney, Amandra St. Brown, and Cortland Sutton. Those are rounds five and six. Who are some of your favorites? Well, I like the Brandon Cooks call, and I I know that a lot of people are happy to get him. uh, He's a settle for wide receiver for a lot of people. If he falls to round six, they'll take him. If he falls to round five, okay, fine. I'm kind of okay taking him in early round four, maybe even late round three. I think he's going to see a ton of targets. I think Houston's going to have to throw a lot. I like the way he played late last season with Davis Mills. And where's the target competition going to come from? I, I don't see there being anybody significant in Houston. I think there's a path where Cooks can lead the NFL in targets. He could have a very, very good year, be more consistent than he's been in the past. Totally like him in a round four range. Okay. Uh, I know you like Pittman as well. And yes, we, he, I do. He never lasts around four in our leagues. No, he's usually a late round three guy, but I think early round four is the best time to get him. So if you've got one of those swing picks, late three, early four, Pittman should be on your list. We've seen Matt Ryan. I think last, I know last year he didn't have a receiver finish top 10 in PPR points per game at the position, but I think the 10 years prior he did. And I mean, you got to admit he had Calvin Ridley for one of those years and Julio Jones pretty much for the other ones. And Pittman isn't as good as either of those guys, but I think he's still good. And the same argument that I just made for Brandon Cooks, I can make it for Michael Pittman. It's a team that has a great number one receiver. Who's going to command targets other than Michael Pittman in this offense? He should lead the team by a mile. It's a team that will run the ball quite a bit, though. So that's the one thing you got to worry about. I do think Pittman can best his numbers from last year. He's worth it in full PPR uh, if you had to take him in late round three. Uh, but certainly round four. He's in that breakout range for sure. So who else do you target in this range? I like Marquise Brown for for the, for the simple reason of he should have a monster start to the year. There's no DeAndre Hopkins. Where, where the, the target share there, yeah, there's other guys in Arizona that can pick up targets. But the Marquise Brown that we saw in Baltimore isn't guaranteed to be in Arizona. And I think that that's a good thing because in Baltimore, they tried to run the ball as much as they possibly could in Arizona. They're going to throw a good amount. I think Kyler Murray is a better thrower than Lamar Jackson. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. And I think Marquise Brown, who's already got that synergy going with Kyler Murray, they played together in college. I think they're going to connect on a lot of intermediate and deep throws. I think the targets will be there, at least seven targets per game, until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And then I don't think it's a guarantee that it's going to slide. I don't think he's going to necessarily fall to five and a half targets per game just because Hopkins is back. We don't know what Hopkins will be like when he comes back. There's a chance that Marquise Brown starts the year as the wide receiver one for Arizona, and he doesn't let go all season long. 
Three seasons ago, Chris Godwin and Michael Thomas were the top two receivers in football, in fantasy football. It was Thomas mm-hmm. one, and then it was Chris Godwin two. Where do they factor in? For me, Thomas goes way later. I, I think he's more of like a round six, seven type of wide receiver. And the thing that we talked about with Cooks and with Pittman about how they were just going to dominate targets for their teams because there isn't a lot of target competition, that's what benefited Michael Thomas quite a bit in New Orleans. Not to mention he had Drew Brees throwing to him. Now the situation he's coming back from, he's going to have Chris Olave on the other side. He's a great deep ball receiver. He's going to be good in the intermediate. He's going to be a good receiver, Olave. I like him a lot. And he's got Jarvis Landry there too. And it's Jameson Winston throwing passes now. It's not Drew Brees. So I'm really nervous about Michael Thomas regaining um, the type of target share and certainly volume that he had before you know these ankle problems that he had. So he's somebody that I'm significantly worried about. Not going to take him in this range. The other receiver you named was Chris Godwin. Uh, it's it's a health issue. If Chris Godwin's okay, people are going to draft him in round three. If he's not okay, he misses some games to start the season, he'll be more of a round five pick. I would imagine he will be a league winner in the second half of the year. I mean, if he were okay, I'd draft him, honestly, in a full PPR league with three receivers, borderline round one. If he weren't even coming off an ACL injury. Mm, wow. Well, I'm okay, trying to right. find wow. the uh, crazy stat. Um, but, you know, without... He was on pace for like 130 catches or something like that when Antonio Brown wasn't there. I don't know, something something crazy. Um, it doesn't matter. No, I believe it. And yeah. he's he'll continue to see single coverage with Mike Evans there, even though Gronk's gone and there's no A-B. But we, we don't know how, A, when he's going to be back, and B, how agile he'll be when he does come yeah. back. Week seven he could be a shell of himself for like a month before he really gets going. Week 7 through 14 without Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski missed the first three weeks of that uh, mostly okay. except for six snaps. So almost half the half the time. Yeah. Chris Godwin's 17 game pace was 141 catches, 1,566 yards, seven touchdowns on 180 targets. So, good. I mean, you no, know, he won't do that, but he's going to get just a, a ton of targets. All right. Thank you very much for watching and listening, everybody, on Fantasy Football Today in 5. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.